0: impact, income, and influence. Do you want the most powerful, actionable takeaways from today's episode? Go to actionbullets.com to grab the quick, easy-to-read takeaways that will help you change your life and grow your business or you can click the Action Bullets link in the description below. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to Grow Your Impact Income and Influence, the number one show for monetization strategy, how to tell your story, how to get more customers. And today we are talking about how to get out of your own way. We have an amazing guest for you, Matt Travis. Um, I had a hypnosis session with him this week that blew my mind. He totally helped me reprogram some limiting beliefs that I had. We're going to jump into it today on the show, but we're not going to start there. We're going to start at the beginning, which is when Matt's business was melting down. He owned a personal training business, a gym. He had people working for him. He had a ton of people in his gym. His wife was in the hospital. He got the call that his coach was quitting. Matt, I'm going to let you take the story from there.
1: Yeah, I don't know if any of you can relate, but there's always, there's like one or two days in your life that are the days that just change everything. They shake it all up. And this particular day, I call it the day that changed everything. And it was, it was one of those moments where, you know, we had a rockin' fitness facility, morning sessions. Um, I had uh, to take my wife to the hospital. We were, uh, going through our second miscarriage and we needed to go and do the DNC. And on the way to the hospital, um, my head coach who is running the morning sessions texted me. She had, uh, she was having a breakdown. She, uh, kicked everybody out of the fitness facility and she quit on, uh, via text. And, At that moment, I was like, I can't even focus on that. I need to focus on the number one person in my life, which is my wife. And I just pushed into that. And I, of course, went through the whole morning and I brought my wife home. And uh, any of you out there that have ever dealt with miscarriages and things like that, it's pretty traumatizing. And it's a very dark day. And, um, you know, I, I had to leave my wife on the couch, curled up in a ball, and I had to go deal with business. And that is the stuff that has stuck with me to this day. Um, I've had to do my own work around that, but that's the type of dark stuff where as a business owner, you never want to have to do that. You never want to have to leave family to go deal with business. You want to set up the systems in place. And I thought I had them and I ultimately didn't. So I, I went to the fitness facility, had to clean things up, close it down. Um, and I mean, it was one of those moments where I, I went in, I fell down into my chair, started bawling my eyes out, and I started to ask, "Why is why did it? How did it get here? Right? Because I had destroyed my health, my lifestyle. Um, I, as you can see, I was destroying my relationships, and and it was like, how did I get here? How did I ultimately allow this to happen? Um, and it was a massive gut check for me, and." I came to realization that there were three things that were out of focus. Number one, my subconscious habits led me to there because you don't get what you want, you get your habits, right? Number two, my focus was not on what was actually important. And number three is that my lowest standards were too low. And that's what ultimately led to this place where I was like, what the hell am I doing here? And I knew at that moment, that I had been chasing, trying to be enough pretty much my whole life. And that was what, that, that was just the culmination and something had to change.
0: So I want to, I want to jump in. Like you just gave us three things, right? Habits, what's important and our standards. But I want to take a step back for a second. Cause I think a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this, they're like, I go, I grind. Like we have Gary V, you know, grind till your eyes bleed, grind a little bit more, yeah. like don't ever sleep. You can sleep you yeah. your dead. Like you're, you're kind of, You hit that moment where you're like, dude, I'm doing all that and I am not happy and it's causing my life to melt down. So what do you say to an entrepreneur that you meet that is like, no, dude, I got to grind. I've got to make this work. I've got to make this happen because we've all been there. Right. I mean, absolutely. I love what I do. But I have learned that I need to have like a few hours outside of sitting at a computer working. Now, that doesn't mean that I might not be thinking about it. It's still percolating in my subconscious somewhere. But I can go out to eat. I can go for a run. I can go have some fun doing something else. But what do you say to the entrepreneur that's just like grind, grind, grind?
1: Yeah. It depends on how open they are. It depends on the entrepreneur I'm talk, talking to. Uh, but what I would say to them, if they were really like, "Look, I'm things are not okay. Things are out of alignment," um, I would, I would, of course, I always ask questions whenever I'm talking to people because questions, good questions, lead to the best answers, right? So I would ask them, you know, what, what are you really trying to have happen? Like what, what's the outcome that you want as an entrepreneur? Because do you want to get to the point where you're super successful in your business, but you're massively burnt out and you're sitting in a hospital bed rather than on the beach, right? Where you should be in a successful way. But I tell entrepreneurs, you your business is an outward reflection of your inner self. So if you're not taking care of your mind and your body, in which helps you run everything, right? Then your business will only ever reach a certain point. Okay. I I, I understand, Gary V. I understand. I, because I, I love all of these guys and I, and I followed them for a long time. And I found that some of the best things that I've ever learned in my life are in dream time, like are, are, is from sleeping, are from, being quiet and getting into my internal rather than focusing on doing, doing, doing. I think a lot of us, we want to outdo our identity. Like we want to outdo ourselves and we're do, 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 doing all over ourselves. And and it's, it's hurting us because true creation, like true transformational creation in your business, your health, your lifestyle, whatever it is, comes from a place where you're not trying to force. You're not trying to hustle. You're not trying to grind. If you're not having fun in your business and you're not in love with this, and you're not in a place of, uh, of feeling abundant, something's out of whack. Some, there is a block, right? And that's when I got into hypnotherapy.
0: So, I want to go back then. Yeah, I think you're teeing this up really nicely. What happened? So you came home from the gym that day, your wife is curled up on the couch, and you are like, something has got to change right here, right now. That's, that's like the pivotal moment, right? Where you yep. were like, I'm going a different direction. I can't do the grind, grind, grind till my eyes bleed. So what happened?
1: Well, I fought with it for like a week. Like it was like, cause you battle with your subconscious habits, right? Like you battle with who you are identity wise. And I remember, you know, it was a week and then me and my wife, we went away on vacation with my family and I'm sitting out on this dock, um, at Lake Winnipesaukee up in New Hampshire. And I turned to my wife, and it was just me and her. And I said, I think I need to close the fitness facility. And she was uh, I, her response i guess i wasn't really uh ready for it but she said she was elated like she was happy like she was like i've been waiting for you to to say that um she kind of saw the, the the thing playing out right and she was she's been so supportive since day one like she is my biggest cheerleader and she's just one of the best people on the planet and at that moment i knew and it hit me and any of you that have ever had to make a shift, where you had built this thing, I mean, I had 150 members. It was past six figures. It was a big, it was a big thing at that point. And having to say, I need to let this go, I considered that one of the hardest moments of my entire life because I had, I thought that was going to be the thing. Well, I mean, I, you've got you've got a few
0: things going on there. One, it's your primary means of income. Yes. Two, your identity at the time was grind, hustle, work. Like I have to make this work. Tim Ferriss talks about it in the four hour work week. And he's, he's like, you know, I, I leveraged all my credit cards. I built this supplement business and I had to make it work. And I was working on it 80 hours a week. And I was doing everything because no one could do it better than me. I didn't know what else to do. And he kind of his his tipping point was a little less dramatic than yours, but he was just like, I was I was going to die. If I didn't change something, I need to go on a vacation and unplug. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do the best I can to have somebody else take it over. If they fail, at least I'm still alive. So what you wrestled with it, which I think any entrepreneur would, because it's your own identity. And it's your, you're, you're like, this is who I am. I'm a fitness person. I run a fitness community. If I don't have that, what, what do, how do I define myself? How do I get up in the morning? What do I do? What does a What do I do, right? Because you're do-do-doing. Well, I'm a fitness person. I do fitness. I coach. I get other people to coach. I take money. I tell people how to be healthy. So how did you, you finally made the decision, took about a week. Your wife supports you, which is awesome,
1: because she knew, women always know. She just knew. She knew. And, And I think she also was, not only did she knew, but she was hoping. Because it was putting a strain on our relationships. I, I, you know, and and my brand new son, you know, he, I had about, I had a three-year-old at that point.
0: So you make the decision, what comes next? What do you do to get a new identity to reprogram? And how did you handle the financial stress? Cause I think a lot of people listening to this are like, maybe they're making six figures. Maybe they're making multiple six figures. Maybe they're making like 40 K and they're like, if I pivot, I have no runway, but I yeah. know that I'm burning myself out. So how walk us through what the next couple steps looked like.
1: Yeah. So just a, a, a little side piece to this. Like I was also a full-time teacher at the same time. So that was also part of it. And it was like the type of thing where I I, I feel like it was a little bit less stressful in a sense, because I was like, you know, I'm not necessarily like, It's not my it's not going to I'm not going to fall apart. Like, we're not going to lose our house like that, that type of thing. And I mean, it was a massive it was my income was cut in half. Right. Um, And I knew that no, no amount of income could change how I felt. And that was where the next three months played itself out, where it was all about closing the doors. This was a sad part, finding homes for the people I love, which were my members, like finding homes. And that was actually what made me shift my identity and my beliefs around connecting with everybody, even when they do the same thing that you do. Like that was such an aha to me because I had always thought I was in competition with the local gyms around me. And then when I had to close my doors, I was very sad that I didn't make the relationships so that I had places to send people. That's what I love about joint ventures and making partnerships now, because now I have people that I can send people to if they're not a right fit for me or if I can't serve them, right? So I decide to close doors. I decide to move out and move on to this next phase. And as that's happening, things are hitting me. I don't know if... I don't know if this is an entrepreneur thing or if this is just how my brain works, but I mean, literally, like my next business, the, the potential you was hitting me, like for those three months. And I, I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to take a an ex- whole month off. The whole month of December was off. So once it took, I closed the doors, I took the whole month off, but it was still hitting me. I was writing stuff on the side that she didn't know yeah. about, but I was like. I was planning this next piece, what it was going to be. And that's what created this, this, next, this next journey for me.
0: Hey, I just wanted to take a quick break from this episode. Are you enjoying the stories so far? Would you like to know how to use storytelling and story selling in your business? Check the show notes down below or go to storyselling.how to grab my free mini course on story selling and start implementing this in your business right now. All right, let's jump back to the episode. Well, so talk to us about, I wanna know what the next piece is because that, I mean, obviously like we, as entrepreneurs, we usually tend to solve our own problems, which becomes yes. what we sell, what we do. Yes. But talk to me a little bit about the mental process, taking a month off, thinking, planning. How do you, I think one of my favorite videos that I have from Tony Robbins, I've probably watched a hundred times is about raising your standards. And he's like, if you want different, different results, you have to raise your standards. It's actually, he took the video down off of his channel, but Evan Carmichael, if you guys know who he is, if you want to see the video, it's, uh, it's from 2015 or 16, Evan Carmichael redid it. And it's called raise your standards. And it's the clip of Tony Robbins. And then Evan Carmichael talking about it, but the raise your standards you have to form a new identity. I am no longer a gym owner. How do you pivot in a month? I know people that couldn't pivot in years. How do you switch it in a month and how
1: what came out of it? I think it's very interesting that you brought that up because that was literally what I what you just said is what I built my entire next business on. Um, and I basically turned my pain into my path and I built a business around teaching people how to raise. Not, not necessarily their standards in general, just their lowest standards. Because interestingly enough, we don't get what we want folks. We get our lowest standards, we get our habits, we get whatever, When because when things get hard, you go there, right? And what happened to me is when things got hard in my business or when things got hard in my life, I went to my lowest standards and my lowest standards were screwing me over. So I needed to create a new identity and this new identity and these new intentions I mean, I basically focused on three things to build this new business. Number one, I had to value my self-care above everything else. I had to change I had to pivot my values is what I had to do. Right. And, and a lot of people uh, don't realize how powerful their subconscious values are. And if you want to know what your values are, folks, just start looking at what you do every day, because that's really what you're what you're valuing. Um, so, I was like, I need to put my oxygen mask on first. As uncomfortable as that was, my identity was always serve, 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 help, 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 give, give, give to everybody else. I came last and I needed to literally put me to the top, which was extremely uncomfortable and one of the best things I've ever done. Um, And it's not selfish, folks. It can change your life and it will help everybody around you. So that was number one, put my oxygen mask on first. Number two, make it so that I could create a, Systematic lifestyle, sustainable business the next time around, uh, that will always allow me to be there for my family and my kids if anything were to happen. Which was not the way it was set up. And that was the problem with the last one. And then last but not least, I was like, I want to teach everyone else how to do the same thing, how to raise their lowest standards, shift their habits, and Focus on what they want because you are where your attention is, folks. And if your attention is on hustle and grinding, that's you're gonna where you're going to be. Grind. You're going to be in, yeah, you're going to be in that forever. And it's very hard to create things that are successful when you're in that.
0: So we're going to come back to habits. What's important, standards. We're gonna come back to how you created this, but where where I want to go right now, because I can hear, I mean, myself, I scream at this a little bit. I know people listening to this are screaming, but I have to make money. I have to pay the bills, I have to work hard. I like, how do you handle that discussion? Like, I know my answer for it, but your answer is gonna be better than mine.
1: Maybe we'll find out, right? So, so. I struggled with that for a long time because I had um, some money blocks. I had some money and identity blocks, right? We've talked about that. And and so many of us are actually blocking money because we're using the law of attraction wrong (laughs) is what's happening, unfortunately. We are repelling money and health and things like that because what's happening is we are coming from a place of lack in those areas, right? So we're coming from a place of like any time, and if you think of it this way, any the people that need the money the most, they always have the least. and the people that have the most money, they're never they're never in want and lack, right. So how we are creating and that and if we're coming from a place of fear subconsciously, Right. And we're having worry thoughts and we're we're coming from that. That is the energy and the physics that we are putting out into the world. Okay. So really I was I was in that state. Right. And and I was I, oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how long I was in that state, folks. And when I came to the state where I I, I surrendered. And I want you to understand what surrendering is and what it isn't. Surrendering is not giving up. Surrendering is opening yourself up to possibility. Surrendering is stepping into the truth of your value and what you have to offer to this world. When you start to realize your value and you start to realize that when you show up and you give from a heart-centered place, you're going to create a massive, massive ripple effect in your life that will attract all of these things back to you folks. Whatever your, wherever your attention is, is where you'll be. So if your attention and your energy is focused on hustle and grind and I need money and I need this and I need that and all these things. And I, I will tell you, I was very hesitant to believe what I'm telling you right now. And if I didn't step into that place of just, not getting away from hoping, wishing, wanting and stepping into knowing and knowing your truth and knowing your value and knowing your lowest standards and knowing your habits, because that will lead. I'm not saying you don't have to do work folks. I'm just saying you have to trust yourself and you have to trust. You got to trust the world. You got to trust energy.
0: So I, I, I want you to pin it down even more. Like, yeah. what do you mean by that? Like w- one of my, one of the guys that I listened to when I started this journey, he always said, you have to stop lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to, you, and he would just preach it over and over. Like half his podcast is him just saying, stop effing lying to yourself. Just get real with where you are at. Because once you admit where you're at, then you can okay. say, what do I do? How do I move forward? Cause I think people say, well, uh, okay, that, that sounds all good, but what does that actually mean to do? Like walk us through a step-by-step, something that people can do that will actually start to lead them that way. Because I think a lot of people, you and I talked about this a little bit. Like there are people who say, I'm giving, I'm a giving person. I'm I, I'm heart-centered. But they're, they're still struggling to make money. They're struggling
1: to find their place. Let's walk through that a little bit. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting. I thought I was heart-centered. I thought I was a giver. And like I said, I was doing all of that. There was always something in the back of my mind that, that was doing something in a place of kind of like wanting something back in return. Like Mm -hmm. even if it was subconscious, right? So uh, not to get too off track here, but basically um, there's this concept called and it's basically, you're, you're giving to give without expecting things in return. Right. And without uh, really giving from a, like I said, like a heart centered place and knowing that that's really what it's, it's not about receiving, right. You will receive, it will happen folks. When you start giving wholeheartedly and without like having this thing where you're like, I have there, I have to, Like when I give to this person, then I need to get a client on the back end. Or I, you know, I, I do this podcast, I I better drive clients to me, right? Like there's, cause that's an energy, that's really an energy. And if you, if I were to break it down for everybody, I had to go through an awareness phase. Like I needed to understand how I was being like, I needed to look at my identity at the base level, like, was I being 100% responsible for my life? Because a lot of us, we, if you're putting blame on anything else, other than like owning your life, you're giving your power away. So I was like, I need to be hundred percent responsible. I need to be impeccable with my word, right? I need to be very self-integral. So I needed to start really keeping promises to myself for my own self-care, right? And then I needed to also really be committed, be committed to this transformation and shifting that identity of somebody who says they're committed, but isn't necessarily following through on it. I needed to look at my beliefs, And what I needed to believe in order to get what I wanted, right? Because my beliefs, they were blocking me. That's why my first business fell apart, right?
0: Well, I think that's the belief is you have to hustle and grind. You have to work really, really hard. And you have to like, you have to do all these things that are told to us. So talk to me a little bit about how you started to shift those beliefs. And then we'll come into, I think that's going to lead us to like
1: what you do now pretty much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I started uh, examining my beliefs. And, you know, that takes a uh, it takes a little bit, folks, to start to really understand what you believe. And you really have to look at it by looking at your life, right? And seeing what you have or don't have is a great way to understand what your habits are, what your values are, and what your beliefs are. And what your lowest standards are. Like it really can show you. Like when you look at your bank account, when you look at your health and well being, when you look at your relationships, when you look at all of these areas of things that you have or don't have, they're a very clear uh, magnification of what's going on internally. So I had to just pull it all back. And, you know, I, I, I do a lot of uh, neuro linguistic programming with my members, and I just had to do it for myself, right? Like I had to really go through my logical levels and understand what at a core level past the doing I needed to get out of the doing. Hey, stop, stop doing it. Stop lying to myself. Right. And stop doing it and get quiet and calm and go in inwards and really examine those areas. So that helped to start to shift the beliefs and our stories, folks, our stories, what we tell ourselves every day is dictating our feelings, which is dictating our actions, which is dictating our results, and it's really feeding into our identity. So it started with changing the stories that I was telling myself.
0: Nice. So what stories... I'm I'm just going to keep digging a little deeper. What stories did you start? What stories did you tell yourself and what stories did you change them to? Because I think a lot of people have heard that and they're like, I'm telling myself I'm successful. Every day I get up and I say I'm successful and I I say I'm doing the thing. And
1: Yeah, and this will be really clear for people where when you wake up in the morning, you notice you have like a moment of peace and then the the, the, the mind starts to chatter, right? It just starts telling you all the stuff that you... Uh, maybe weren't thinking about <laughs> right away, but then you're like, oh, I have these bills or "Oh, I have to do this or, oh, I'm too tired or, oh, I blah, 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 right? The stories, right? And they're all just, they are all stories, folks, okay? They're stories that a lot of times we believe is fact. And I started to realize that 95% of the things I was telling myself was just a story. Like it was a thing that I made up that was connected to a belief that I had. Right so, so he yeah
0: I want to jump in really quick I think I'm going to go a step further I think 100% of what we tell ourselves <laughs> yes, our story yes, like yes. it's <laughs> it is all a story. like one of the things I took away from NLP that I really want people to get here cuz if you get this it it plays into the responsibility part 100% there is what is happening in the world and then our belief and our story goes on top of that Absolutely. Like gravity is real, right? That's a like, there are a few things that you can't change, but for 99% of stuff out there, it is our story about that, that we believe. Okay. I'm gonna let you go again, because I want to hear the stories that you changed.
1: Absolutely. So like you said, there's, there's facts, AKA gravity, and then there's everything else that's we tell ourselves based off of our interpretations and our perceptions and our experiences, right? Which create our stories. So the stories I was telling myself is I don't have the time to take care of myself. I have to build this business. I have to hustle and grind, right? So I needed to shift that story to it's non-negotiable to take care of myself because it's then one of my number one values. I changed it to, it, I value my self-care. I value all of the things that I tell people to value, right? Like, and I was eating really well and I was exercising, I was doing these things, but I wasn't necessarily doing it the way that I needed to, I needed to shift my story is really what it came down to. So telling myself instead of saying, oh, you know, I I had a really long day. I just want to sit and just watch Netflix until 11 or 12. I needed to tell myself the new story that, you know what, if you go to bed now, you're going to be so much happier in the morning, right? That was a new story I needed to tell myself. And, and it's, and it's just little, little stories throughout the day that I had to make shifts to, right? Around self-care, the story that, you know, uh, nobody, this is what a lot of business owners, they get in their own head, like, is my service good enough, right? I needed to change my story that my services can transform people's lives forever. And that feeds into that belief, folks. And when you believe it, and when you step into that, your service is 10x, like you become the person that delivers better results because you are wholeheartedly believing the story that you're living.
0: I just wanted to take a short break from this episode and let you know about one of the biggest secrets I have found when it comes to converting webinars. If you have a webinar and it's not converting as well as you want, or if you're thinking about building a webinar and you wanna grab this tip, it has helped numerous people one of my clients we actually doubled their conversion rate just by implementing this one simple step and you can grab it at deathtobadwebinars.com or by clicking in the show notes below all right let's jump back to the episode so how i'm i'm going to keep digging because yeah. this i love this stuff and i yep. think it is incredibly helpful i know people out there are like okay so what are my stories that I'm telling myself? Cause a lot of them, they're so subconscious so that are like, they're drilled in their head, right? Yep. How did you identify the stories that you were telling yourself? And how did you build new ones? Because the first thing that happened for me when I did this, I did this, I've done this several times from 2014 on. It took me a little while to identify some of them. And then I was like, but that's not real. That's not yeah. what I believe.
1: Yeah. I think there's two main ways I figured out how number one was writing it down. Like when I would have a story, I would write it down. Like I would literally have a notebook or my notes in my phone. And I would, I would be capturing stories all day long folks. I mean, on a, on a light day, I was capturing like three to five stories on a heavy day. It was like 15 to 20 stories. Okay. Well, that's,
0: So what, what I read in, there's an NLP book back here on my shelf. It was when you do something, ask yourself why you're doing it and ask yourself again, why do, why am I doing that? What do I believe that is causing me to do this? And they, I wrote, I would write it on a post-it note because I wouldn't have time to deal with it right then, but then I would come back to it at the end of the day. And I would fill out a legal pad and the same way, like I would say five to 10 for probably like two months until it actually started to
1: become really clear, like, okay, this is why you're doing X. Totally. And it's interesting because like, the way that I do it with my members, uh, if let's say we're working on nutrition, we figure out what's the antecedent, what's the behavior and what's the consequence, right? So it's like, what, because a lot of times they, they know what the behavior is and they know what the consequence is, but they don't know what's leading to that. And the antecedent's where the story is right? It's where the emotion is, right? Because the stories create these feelings, folks, right? Our stories, they happen. And then we have a feeling and emotion around that story. We we get we get whatever we get. And then we do a behavior based on that, right? And then we get this consequence. So it was first looking at my stories, right? And looking at the behaviors, what are the behaviors they're doing? And then asking myself, why am I doing this behavior? And going back and looking at the story that caused that behavior. And then it led to, okay, well, then this is the outcome that I'm having. And when you start to realize the outcomes of everything that you do in your life, like everything has a second, third, fourth degree ripple outcome. effect consequence, right? So, so when you start with your stories, it changes your, 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 how you feel. And then that changes your, Actions and your subconscious habits, and it changes your life.
0: So, is it? Would you say then, once you've identified the story, it is as simple as telling yourself a different story? Sometimes,
1: (laughs) Um, I I think the thing is, is we we have seventy thousand thoughts every day, seventy to sixty to eighty thousand thoughts a day, right? Um, And most of those thoughts are the same thoughts you had yesterday, um, and the day before, and the day before, and the day before. So. We are re- we are repetitive animals, folks. And uh we have to learn through repetition. We learn through repetition. So you may hear something over and over again before it actually becomes something that you know, right? Most of us are like, I understand, I understand, I understand. And then you know, and you're like, crap, I didn't know. <laughs> All right. So, so uh it's repetition. It is repetition after repetition after repetition, it's re it's refocusing and that's what led me to the subconscious world. Okay. Cause, because I started to realize there's only so far I can go, right. There's only so much I can change when it comes to stories where I get blocked. I, I started to get blocked is what happened. And I started to realize there's so much you can do folks. You can do all the things me and Steve were just talking about. And you're, you may reach a point at which you, you don't know, because it's so blocked from you, you don't know what happened to you as a child that created this belief, that created the story. Well,
0: that's, I mean, part of that is, I think our conscious mind, I've i have heard this expressed a couple different ways, but our conscious mind wants to protect that's it. ourselves so you won't even like... Y- An example of this is when you know you need to do something and your mind comes up with a story to support the other side of it and you do something completely stupid. Somebody who smokes, who knows they should quit smoking, but they will come up with 18 reasons why they should continue. Because you want consistency, you want that pattern, you want that comfort in your life. So it comes up with stories to support that when really, if you get down to the subconscious, there's a different level there. So Matt, Absolutely. I'm going to give you, we got to wrap this up in a couple minutes. We could, we yeah. could talk about this all day, but you're finally, okay, sure. we're getting to the subconscious.
1: So you hit this point, you're blocked. What happens next? So that's when I started to delve in. Cause I, not only was I getting blocked in my own personal life, but I was finding, I was running up to blocks with my members in my program. And I was like, they're getting blocked. They're not having the results that I, that they want to have so what do i do so that was when i uh you know i had followed marissa Peer for a long while um, and she's one of the top uh psychologists in the in the uk and uh she had created this new therapy which was called rapid transformation therapy and it's a form of hypnotherapy that involves uh, dialectical behavioral training, neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, but the, the deliverance of it is, um, through hypnosis and, and hypnotherapy. And when I learned the skill, not only was I learning to heal myself, but I was also able to get to a completely different stratosphere. Like I, like 10 light years (laughs) away. past what I what I what I could understand and comprehend (laughs) and you and me have been there together so you know what I'm talking about where you're just like you don't know what you don't know folks you don't know what you don't know and and so the nice part is when you know I became when I became a therapist you also you just connect with all those therapists so I was doing sessions with them for myself and helping them very vice versa right giving sessions getting sessions and helping my clients. And within my first year, I I did over 100 sessions. And uh, because I just jumped right in, I was like, this is the most fascinating thing ever. And it unlocked all, all of the doors is really what it did. It just unlocked everything, because I started to realize how much we have regressed before the age of 12. You know, it's mind boggling. So I'm going to, I'm going to
0: stop this rabbit hole yeah. from happening. If anybody wants to connect, one, Matt is awesome. Um, he does great hypnotherapy sessions. I had one. It was great. And it's not saying you only need one or two. Um, I would encourage you to reach out to him. I want to circle back to habits, standards, and what's important. We talked to him. What's important is taking care of yourself. You got to put on your own oxygen mask, which yep. means taking care of yourself. The second thing you have to do is reform your habits. I would love from you in three minutes or less, what is something people can do
1: to change a habit that they have that they know they need to change? I will tell you in less than three minutes, you have your antecedent, your trigger, right? Whatever is about to get you to do your habit, right? You have that feeling, that urge to go do it, okay? Instead of brain battling folks, Instead of saying, oh, you know, I'm not going to eat the pizza. And then you're like, <laughs> and your mind's like, you should eat the pizza. And then you're like, no, not this time. And you just do it anyways, right? You, you end up doing it. So first off, stop brain battling and stop blaming yourself. Stop brain battling and stop blaming yourself. You are not your habits, okay? You are not a procrastinator. You just have a habit of procrastination. That's all it is right now. So instead of brain battling, number one, you have to dismiss. You have to dismiss the habit. This is, and you do, and I would recommend doing it out loud, folks, to when it starts. It's uncomfortable to do it out loud, but it's you get the best results. So you say, this is just a habit. It's not me. This is just a habit. It's not me. And I choose, and this is just my habit urge that's coming up for me, okay? I dismiss this habit. It's not who I am anymore, right? So you're dismissing it. And then if you do that and you don't do this next part, nothing will happen folks. So you have to do this next part, dismiss it and move your attention because you are where your attention is. If you do not move your attention. Okay. You will get, you will keep getting stuck. Let me give you an example. You're an alcoholic and you're in a bar. What do you do to not drink? What would be the best way to do that? Deal with that? Leave leave the bar, right? So that's an example of moving your attention. Okay. So you need to move your attention to what you want versus what you don't want, because most people they're like, I don't want to eat the pizza. I don't want to eat the pizza. I don't want to, and they're sitting right in front of the pizza, right? You're going to eat that pizza. And I'm not, I'm not beating down on pizza. Sorry, folks, if you love pizza, but, but the reality is, is that you have to dismiss it and you have to move your attention. You have to interrupt that pattern. And that's why I said do it out loud because it's going to help you if you do it out loud.
0: Yeah, I think that's... So the difference between... Something that was key for me when I kind of went through this was the difference between I don't want to eat the pizza. I'm not going to eat the pizza. I'm not going to eat the pizza. I'm going to Uh, you're like running around, right? If you say I dismiss, it is, it no longer exists. I'm putting my hand up, I'm blocking it and I'm going somewhere else. You have to, the way I look at it is if you're walking towards a trash dump and you don't want to walk towards the trash dump, you don't don't keep walking towards it saying, I don't want to smell the trash. I don't want to get near it. (laughs) You stop and you walk towards something else and you'll still have the urge for a little bit but it will go away very quickly. Like it, it goes away pretty quick. If you just change direction, concentrate on some, anything else, do something to take your mind off of it.
1: Yeah. And the more you do that folks, like it's the most painful the first time, right? It's the most painful when you don't act on your subconscious habit and your habit urge the first time it's uncomfortable. It just is right. And you just, the more you do that, the more quiet and quiet and quiet the urge becomes because you're not feeding it anymore. Yep. till it goes away completely. Till it goes away. So Matt, tell us a little bit.
0: You have an awesome Facebook group. Tell us a little bit about the Facebook group, the free seven-day course that they get when they join your Facebook group. Just tell us a little bit. Walk us through that. If you guys have any interest, I can vouch for Matt. You should definitely go check him out. Tell us a little bit about the group.
1: Yeah, so uh, we lead people to the group. Uh, we run a, a five-day workshop every ninety days or so, um, and it's called the Empowered Entrepreneur Life Workshop. And it teaches you in depth all the things that we just talked about: mind, body, business, environment, and leadership. Right? How you lead yourself and how you lead others, and in this group, we give you know we give that workshop, but we also give daily, weekly trainings when we're not in workshop mode. And when you join the group, you also get a, a seven-day course that I created that helps to give you, like me and Steve have been going back on and forth on how do you reflect on this stuff? I'm giving you in seven days how to get very clear on what you want, why you want it, What's blocking you? What your stories are? So I walk you through exactly how to do what we were talking about, uh, uh, on a surface level here. And it shows you exactly what to do by the end of it. You're going to have your implementation one sheet. Okay. Cause I don't care folks. If you can't implement something, then what's the point, right? Like if you can, if you can get results, but you can't keep them, that's a problem in my mind. So I'm the big believer implementation is what you know, knowledge is only potential power. Action is real power and uh, changing your identity and all these things. And that's what this is about. So not only do you get that, but you have access to me and my and my staff and we we support you within this group. And it's just a lot of good people, a lot of good content, and we can help you get through your stuff and get unblocked and get moving forward so that you can become the person your dreams require. Awesome.
0: Well Matt, I want to say thank you first off for coming on and sharing all of this. Thank you for helping me with my stuff. Um my pleasure. It was a really good session. Matt is great. If you want to check him out, definitely go check out his group. Um he gives a ton of value and it will definitely help you. Um thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: My pleasure. Thank you,
0: Steve. Awesome. All right guys, until next time, take action, go check out Matt's group, change lives and make money. We will see you soon. Thanks for checking out today's show. Do you want the fast and easy Cliff Notes version of the actionable steps from today's episode? If so, go to actionbullets.com and download yours today. Also, if you're looking to start using story selling in your business and have stories do 90% of the hard work for you, grab my free course at storyselling.how today. Till next time, Take action, change lives, and make money. We'll see you soon.